welcome to Faith in the North. I'm Claire. And my name's Martin. We live in the Northeast and want to wrestle with faith and life. And we wanted to share with you the chats that we have about life and faith. So this is our podcast. We hope you find it helpful. Thanks for joining us as we continue our journey. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our podcast, Faith in the North. Yes, welcome to a cold frosty day it's really frosty it's absolutely beautiful the sun is shining there's blue sky there's white grass it's gorgeous out there and i think you had did you have frost inside your car yeah i had frost inside my car that's Which, a first for me well, but it seems to always happen in the van i don't know why. yeah it doesn't usually happen in the car mm. but um yes my lovely husband yeah iced my car for me this morning the outside was, i didn't do the inside which was a joy it was all right it was you put the engine on it was all fine by the time I, yeah, which I i'm sure someone told me you're not allowed to do that Oh, really? Yeah, I don't... I, I just vaguely... Maybe it was one of those Daily Mail myths. Myths. We're going to talk a bit about myths mm-hmm. later. Oh, you're not supposed to do that. Because I, t- I just read it somewhere. Oh, you're not supposed to turn your engine and leave it. Um, you know, it's what? probably not great for the environment. Yeah, I don't know how else you do it. But how do you... App, so, I, yeah. so I spent some time with some people. They have electric cars. Yep. And an app. They press the app oh. that says warm up. No and way. And the car warms up no and defrosts way. the window and everything. So this is more reason why we need to get an electric car. <laughs> and it was just he did it on his phone. So they did it. And then by the time he'd got to his car, oh, it was toasty even, warm. Don't even. That's, that's <laughs> too wonderful an invention. So um, anyway, yeah, I, I just very much. Probably. What are you supposed to stand there and watch it? Yeah. I'm going to stand out in the cold. So anyway. You need to sit in your car. Yeah. It still feels like you're punishing yourself for not yeah. having an electric car. Yeah. Because if you're electric car, you just press the app and it does but it. But a bit of de-icer this morning, getting the heat on and go. away to go. Anyway, so weather watch. We, um, yeah. what was it? So we didn't do a podcast last week because it was your birthday. It was my birthday. And we had um, a walking day. Which yeah, we did. Th- I don't know. We wouldn't have done that a few years ago. Let's go for a walk on your birthday. You would have said like, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I don't know. It <laughs> was a beautiful walk. No, we, so we happened yeah. to be on the moors. Um, the we didn't know it was going to snow. And it was thick snow, like three inches deep of snow. It was absolutely beautiful. And we're pretty much the only people up there. Yeah. Um, And walked along the top of the moors, which was pretty special. Mm -hmm. Then had some soup in our van. Yeah. And you had a little birthday cake. And I had a birthday. A a chocolate truffle log, which is one of my all-time favourite Christmas treats. Um, I think you could get it from Coupland's. Um, You could get the Christmas puddings, which are the same. Mm, So it's a truffle of a kind of Christmassy tasting truffle wrapped in marzipan, one of the best things of all time, <laughs> and then smothered in chocolate. And um, and you did that for my birthday cake, yeah, which was really... And with a little candle on top, but I was very excited about that. I think that. it's the smallest birthday cake you've had, because you were is. the only one who ate it. Yeah, but, um, it was perfect. So, and then we had snow over the weekend, and now we've got lots of frost. Mm-hmm. So, Whereas yesterday was cold. very... Well, it was quite warm. And it was really, really dismal. There was, was yeah, Jacob said, mum, is the snow ever going to, sorry, is the sun ever going to shine through winter? Because mm. it looked so grey. Um, and then today it's absolutely beautiful. It's so I'm blue sky. I'm happy with this. Blue sky, but flipping freezing. So that was uh, snow. What else? Um, a few things have been going on. I went to, uh, Sam had a day off school on Friday, teacher training day. Can't see my air quotes, which I think is probably a teacher shopping day. But I, I think they deserve it, so I'm not. Yeah. That. So we went to I'm not see argue with that. the Hunger Games at the Everyman Cinema. Which is like the fourth, hung, fifth, fifth Hunger Games movie. Yeah, I'd Games not watched movie. any of them, so I had to watch the YouTube kind of recaps of all the films to work out what mm. the heck was going on. 
Um, and it's a really weird concept of this kind of controlling a city with sending people to fight in these games. But they're kind of, it's the same story, boy loves girl, girl loves boy, fight for their freedom. So there's all, there's quite some very, you know, sort of strong Having imagery. watched all four of the Hunger Games movies, yeah. I feel like you've missed the point. Um, I feel like there's a lot more Maybe, to it Maybe, but this was like a, what do they call a prequel? So you go back before. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this is where they started. So I know how they started. You okay, don't, I don't. You haven't seen the, the, seen the one that I've seen. But anyway, and it's the fancy cinema and you get to sit in a sofa. So me and Sam sat in a sofa together. A sofa it Kind of feels cinema. like you have a cinema experience, how you really think cinemas should be. No, cinemas are supposed are. to be uncomfortable. Cinemas no, are supposed they are. to be they... folding seats. Yeah, uncomfortable are. armrests. I I, I think, think in their heyday, you, you would think like used to have like half time where the lady came out with ice cream and it was kind of theatrical and nice. Yeah, Here, someone sure. came and off. And I still don't think it was ever comfy. No, probably not. But it was not as sticky as it is now. Like you go to cinemas sticky. and it's like cinemas are sticky. Like no one's even cleaned it. They've just no one's even looked. Yeah, to I put know. The next back film in on. the nineties, there was very much a sense of you had to vacate the cinema, and then a cleaning team came in yeah. to clean the cinema. I don't. That doesn't happen anymore. And you don't even get um, like a kind of steward constantly in the movie. Like no. you used to always have a presence. I remember of some you staff sitting member. in the cinema with was it with Sam or Jacob. Mm. And like they forgot to put the film on. Oh, they forgot to put the film on like for like half Saturday. an hour. <laughs> it was Toddler Saturday. We were watching Cars 3, I believe. Um, Toby, Sam and Jacob. But Jacob was about 18 months to two. So he had a very limited attention span. And he behaved really, really well for the half an hour that the, the film didn't come on. And eventually somebody went and said you know, what's going on here? And they put the film on. And by then, Jacob had lost his attention span <laughs> and um, and was a little pickle right throughout the movie. Um, so yeah. that's cinema. So cinema experiences. Cinema yeah. experiences. And then um, you've been singing. Yeah, with a choir um, mm. at church, which is fantastic, which is good fun. Um, yeah, I'm hoping that's going to be a and lovely Christmas experience. In a couple of weeks' time. Yeah. Mm. I love choir singing. It's really energising. Mm. It's been nice. I've heard you singing around the house again. Mm. You haven't done that. Yeah, my um, my I'm definitely losing my voice. Um, I've got a sore throat, so we'll see. Hopefully, that won't hinder that. Yes, because yeah, it'll be a bit sad because you've worked really hard. And then, um, lastly, so we had um, time away with the leadership talking about LGBTQ stuff on Saturday. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm I do like my Saturdays. Yeah, non-church, non-contact days. Um. I'm flagging it right now, but it was really so we're doing the Living in Life and Love okay. course, the Church of England put together. Um, really, yeah, I guess my personal reflection. I thought it was it was good to stimulate conversation. Anything that tries to present a non-traditional side of the argument will always have a perception that it's trying to change people's opinions or just kind of. Mm. But, but and I don't know how you do it because we do want to be exposed to. Um, different thinking and different thing, and I, yeah, I'm wanting to be open to hearing, you know, um, mm. from different people and different stories. So I, I, I treated it at face value and, and went through the experience, and I thought it was really positive. I thought it was a really um, interesting day. I had a good time with the whole team, um, sort of. Chatting okay, I would really love to do it as a church. I think it sounds really interesting. Yeah. Sounds like there's quite a lot of sessions, it's so you'd have Anglican, to do it. Though. Ah, uh, the thing is, I'm an Anglican, I so um, I'd probably kind of, love it. So they keep referencing the Church of England and synods and okay. stuff. Yeah. Um, so for people who aren't Anglican, um, 
Uh, well, it's not grating. It's just you have to appreciate that's where it's coming from. Yeah, it's okay. going into an Anglican debate, um, not necessarily a free church or a Baptist debate. Um, but every now and then they had little um, stories, so couples would come on and share their stories and mm. experiences, and they were really positive. Um, but I guess what he did, he just stimulated conversations. So okay. presented different elements, and then sti- we mm. stimulated our conversation. So it was a lot of talking um, on um, Saturday. Mm-hmm. I think that's all that's been going. I'm sure we've had more things going on. I feel um, like we've just, yeah, we've just been so busy in the kind of already in the run up to Christmas. There's so much going on that you almost can't quite remember everything that you're doing. But like the sixth advent calendar window's been opened already. Is that that right? Are we really up to six? six, Yes. And we have a selection of advent calendars, not for us, um, but the two youngest have chocolate ones. And then Toby has a chili sauce. Yeah. He's really chuffed with. I, I'm not sure. I think oh, I would have liked a chocolate him, every day. But watching him eat, so he had a chicken wrap yesterday for dinner, and he decided to pour his chili packet, the whole packet, the whole packet of this chili sauce onto <laughs> his wrap. And I've never seen him in such anguish and pain. Like his whole face was kind of crumpled <laughs> up, and he just kept going and going and going. And then, um, and even afterwards, he'd finished his wrap. He was eating the rest of his dinner, and it's still. It was obvious, like it the pain um <laughs> that he was still going through so i'm not i'm not sure i think i would prefer chocolate i don't think that was even the hottest one that was a mexican yeah one. who knew the mexicans like spice yeah toby knows now um but um yeah i don't know i just, he's really tough with it um but i think i i would be disappointed not to have chocolate start mm. today but um but i don't have one now, well, we so. haven't we haven't got advent calendars i don't know yeah, i think it's a kiddie thing isn't it we did. We went through lockdown. We all got an advent oh, calendar. What was yours? Um, you had like mine three. Mine was... Um, I remember ordering three. Yeah, I did send them. I didn't <laughs> keep all of them. I sent them back. I had a William Morris hand cream and kind of bath oh, bombs and things like that, like nice smellies. Um, that was really, that was pure luxury. And you, you had the most expensive of all. You had a beer advent calendar. It was massive. It was. It was um, like a you en- box. A you enjoyed box. that, didn't you? I did. Yeah. I did like that. And the kids had fancy Lego like ones. Like Lego ones. And but that was it, that one yeah. year. It was, like, no, it we're was not a doing special thing. It was lockdown. There was nothing else happening. <laughs> um, so we decided we would treat them. Anyway, um, we're not going to reflect on um, the sermon from Sunday. We're going to talk about Christmas myths. Mm-hmm. I've been exercised and challenged over some of the myths. Not wanting to, just to walk the line between being a bar humbug, mm-hmm. spoiling a tradition but also just wanting to honour what scripture actually says or what we think scripture says. Mm. But before we do that, I guess I wanted to think about the Santa question. Oh, okay. Because um, you've been quite clever with the Santa thing. Thank you. Um, Yeah, I know. You know, you've um, aced it as a parent, I think. Wee, excellent. (laughs) Kind of feels like you get a gold star or something. Just so I pretend I'm I'm a young child. Okay. Mummy, is Santa real? What, what would you say? I would be very much, well, what do you think, sweetheart? <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? That's the... Uh, that that tends to be my line. Um, yeah, I can, if pressed, kind of be like, so some people think that or... No, but typically it, I don't need to go any further than, um, than what do you think, sweetheart? And then they tell me what they think, which depending on their age, at first it'll start off with, yes, very much so, Um and then as they get older, it might be more of a... A wry you know, smile. Yes. Um, but yeah. But it hasn't... Um, I think that if you go down the total 
no, Santa's not real. The fear is you trash the magic of Christmas. So we still, so I, so I refuse to fully answer the question, is Santa real? However, um, I do also go along with the game of Santa. Yeah, so we always put out a mince pie um, for Santa and a glass of whiskey mm. and a, um, a carrot. And that is always, that always disappears and is gone for Christmas morning. So, though, you know, we put out stockings and the understanding is um, all your presents come from mum and dad, but um, your stocking comes from Santa. So I do play along with it. I Yeah, I, yeah. I kind of, there's a, a fine line that I, I go along. Um, so I don't, I just don't want to out and out lie. No, and that's the thing, isn't it? Because if you lie about it, I kind of fear is, well, then they, what else in Christmas are we lying about? Um, and I guess that's the ultimate fear, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so we want to be truthful, but also play the game. And I don't think you lose, I think, oh, I don't know, you just, Christmas is special enough mm. um, without this <coughs> kind of pretense or, I don't know, just the, overtness to it yeah mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know it's interesting but i think our kids have not lost any of the magic yeah you know, i think they've you know firmly believed in it until a point yeah um and then i think by then they just play along with the game because yeah. they don't want to spoil the yeah the kind of the story or the yeah the fun of it mm. i guess um <coughs> but then christmas myths so um you said donkeys why, why, you, why do you think that's what you wanted to talk about, donkeys? Or should I talk about my thing first? No, you go for it. Um, so I'm not, I'm not I, sat on donkeys. You know, <laughs> you know, I just shoved it out there. <laughs> you just put it out there. Um, so I think I wanted to think about innkeepers mm-hmm. and how we understand. So the traditional school nativity is knock, knock, knock. Yeah. We have this innkeeper coming out saying, no, effectively, the hotel is full. Yeah. <laughs> There's no room in this hotel However, I've got a skanky barn mm-hmm. that I sometimes that I let the horses mm-hmm. sleep in and feed in. You can go out back to the barn. Yeah, um, that's the kind of underlying yep. understanding that it's a hotel. No, there's no room. Go out the back. Um, and uh, the the thing that I had said um, to talk about was that um, something that's kind of kind of been made aware to has been spoken on this Christmas and kind of. I've been thinking about is that th- why did nobody make room for Mary? Like she was heavily pregnant mm. and all the innkeeper could say was, here's my skanky stable. Yeah. Like, did nobody want to think we could give up their beds, their room for... So shock so, horror. Yes. I don't think there was an innkeeper. <laughs> okay. And I think that's not... I, there I would th- have been a person or people. There was. So Joseph and Mary go, Joseph goes back to his hometown and says who he is. He's son of whoever, mm-hmm. son of... A, he is known there. Uh, and if you've had any experience of Middle Eastern hospitality, mm. he would have been welcomed into a family home, his family home. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous to think that he would have been excluded from the family home. Um, I think what I've been reflecting on is just what, what we mean by the house that they went to. And the guest room... Um, that was full was often a special room upstairs for the Mm. guests it would have been you know just kept for visitors Mm -hmm. because hospitality was so important Mm. you you would have a room you'd all live in a big room downstairs and you'd have a special room Mm -hmm. just for visiting guests Um, and I think the kind of understanding is that room was taken Mm -hmm. the guest room was 
taken. Someone had got there before. There was already probably... Yeah, this wasn't like two people just sleeping up there. There was mm. probably an extended family in yeah. the loft, special guest room. They're not going to kick them out mm-hmm. um, because you wouldn't, um, you wouldn't do that. Um, so where do you sleep? You sleep in the family room, which is downstairs, where all the animals slept, where everyone slept. So it would be very natural to put Jesus in a feeding trough because that was around. It was mm. a safe place to put him. So I think I'm just wanting to... Re- to kind of re- refute the idea that there was no space for Jesus when he was born, because I think okay. there was. He was born into a loving family. And yet, Mary and Joseph, there's some stigma that Mary's pregnant, but pledged to be married, which is even that is a mm. what does pledged to be married mean? Because their understanding of marriage was a little bit different to our mm-hmm. um, Victorian you know, understanding of marriage, mm. that to be pledged to be married to, you know, was, you know, in different circumstances means they could already mm-hmm. been married. So yeah. there was a, um, yeah, so this idea, and, and I think it is a not it's not a nice image, is it? It's mm. like, really, the God came down in human form to live in a family, and that family wasn't accepted or there was no room for them in a culture that is obsessed with hospitality. Mm. It doesn't make any sense. That's interesting. Yeah, in a culture obsessed with hospitality, that doesn't make sense. And that everyone slept, you know, so it wouldn't have been Mary and Joseph slept by themselves in a skanky barn out the back. It's every, you know, like rammed to the rafters mm. now, sort of been. Um, also, the thing that I think I think everybody misses um, in the Christmas story, because they're not explicitly mentioned, is that Mary and Joseph would not have been travelling along. No. Like we always imagine, you know, the Christmas card image, there's Mary on a donkey, Joseph kind of leading her along. It wouldn't, they would be with their huge extended family mm. there would have been aunts and uncles and cousins and it would have been a you know quite a, a busy gathering of people um on that journey yeah so i th- i think we read our westernism westernism is that word no i don't think that's what western eyes we look at it through western eyes that's what i'm trying to say not reading we look at it through western eyes of this premier inn <laughs> yeah <laughs> sorry there's a you know there's a shed out the back that just isn't the culture it's not mm. you know we read that into it even the victorian innkeeper yeah you know sorry all the rooms are taken um but there's a place where we put the horses you can go i mean that's just not but it just say in the inn doesn't it no i think there's a translation um so okay i think there's a way that we translate um that word which i'm going to try and get up while you talk okay um, uh, that's just that's something that I. So I looked yeah. into that um, because there, there was this no. I'm sure it's, it says in scripture there was no room at the inn. Mm. Um, so I guess it depends on what do we mean. We mean by inn. Yes, I think it does. Suppose what you mean by inn. Um, but um, yeah, you need to keep talking. Well, the best book I, I've read um, from giving me a, an idea of what it was like to be there. Um, at the birth of Jesus is um, Christ the Lord by Anne Rice. Um, sure, a wonderful book about the early life of Jesus. And that just paints the picture of the the large extended family, the, the gathering of aunts and uncles mm. and the part that they played. Even um, that, you know, the idea, I've, I've heard the idea that J- Joseph would have delivered Mary's baby. Well, actually there would have been, you know, potentially mothers and aunts and you know other people there would have been there to do that for mary mm. um yeah how, how are you getting on because yeah i'm getting there 
Um, I think um, I think we needed to have been more prepared on this. Yeah, so it does say um, uh, she brought forth her firstborn son, wrapped in in swaddling cloths, and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Mm-hmm. Um, however, that room, that translation of inn, is translated differently in other places. So there was no room in the guest room or no room in the spare upper room, the private room. So we read in and we read, well... Coach and horses type of place. But actually, when... um, It's the same term used in the upper room where Jesus and disciples eat the Last Supper. So this Uh. idea that guest room... So that's where it comes from because we read in and actually we read a lot of our Western... Yeah, so I think I'm still like... I'm. So it's the same room for guest room, upper room... You know, just is it? It's the same word. Yeah, I think it's used in different ways. Yeah, I'm, I'm clutching a bit here, but um, yeah, okay. Because I've come to this, and I'm, I'm going to do this in my sermon on the candlelight service. Okay. <coughs> so I've only just started thinking about it, so I've preempted it a little bit. But yes, I think that word for in, mm-hmm. um, because it is the same. You know, it's the same meaning for upper room, spare room, mm. guest room, guest space, in space. Um, but we just read in and think, oh yeah, there's an inn. There must be an inn. Yeah. So we think of there's a hotel. So yeah. the, there was a hotel in Bethlehem, yeah. and there was no room at the hotel, yeah. um, which just actually make huge amounts of mm. sense. But yeah, you know, it's in nativities up and down the country. That's the ones that are still. So you've asked us to change the wording for our nativity on Sunday. Yeah, well, it's very hard for me to <laughs> say that one week. I mean, next week, say there's no. I but I know. do think, because it's not it's not a positive story, is it? It's like, and we read in this while Jesus was unwelcomed, the family was unwelcomed, but he wasn't. Yeah, he was unwelcome in the rest of his life, but his mm. family life, it doesn't make sense that you know that in a culture where family and hospitality is so mm. that he wasn't included because he would, and it was, you know, and that's so. There you go. That's my. But do you not think it was there for a reason that we were told there was no room? at the inn was that not to show that jesus was to some extent paint a picture that jesus was unwelcomed into the world i think maybe that there was no special privileges you know so mary and joseph probably would have been you know lower down the pecking order i'm sure of Mm. family relatives you know and at that point people didn't know you know we don't know how widely it was known you know Mm. that mary (laughs) that Mary's personal situation. Yeah. Um, was it that she was just pregnant? Mm-hmm. And probably a little bit, well, that's a bit weird, you know, maybe. Mm. Um, but yeah, I guess the, the idea that Jesus didn't come in a kingly glory, you know, so he mm. wasn't born into a palace. But this idea that he wasn't born into a, a community, mm. because the rest of scripture says, you know, he's got his mum around, he's got a family around, mm-hmm. people around all the time. Community mm. was evident. Um, but they don't talk about that in scripture. Is that no. because it's already assumed by the original reader yeah, that the original reader would have just taken as read that he would have had a big family around yeah. him. And well, it's just that idea. That's why we get him on a donkey. Yeah. Mary and a donkey wandering by herself. It just wouldn't have happened yeah. like that. And because we don't understand the culture, and this is the challenge of scripture, we are so quick to read our own mm. Westernism into it. I keep using different ones. Westernism. You've, uh, you've invented a new that. word. Westernism is... I don't think it's all. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Maybe anyway. it is. Um, yeah, we read our own you know, perspectives into it and scriptures. And that's why we get this Victorianism you know, about things. We get this oh, another Victorian, ism. Victorianism, uh, yeah, Westernism. I don't know. Right, what are you I'm, doing? Googling I'm this? checking whether Westernism is a word. Uh, 
There we go. I'm sure it is a word. If it's anyway, you wanted to talk about donkeys. Is that what you just wanted to talk about? No, I just uh, you were we, you were talking about Christmas mo- myths, and um, I, it's Westernism as a word. There you go. I didn't make it up. Yeah, um, okay. um, and you were thinking about donkeys. Yeah, and just just there was another thing that you know you always put in the Christmas nativity. There's Christmas carols about it, but there's no mention of mm. a donkey. And I guess so. There's. <laughs> I think the lowest point in Christmas nativities was probably at one of our kids' schools when all the Disney characters were there. Why was that? Oh, that was weird. That was um, Sam was four, and so they did a Disney. nativity, but it was like a Disney princess nativity. Yeah. So there was a little bit about Mary and Joseph wandering to Bethlehem, and the rest was just Cinderella and Sleeping Beauty prancing around. Well, you come to Yorkshire and people do a proper, yeah, yeah wrong. <laughs> there was no innkeeper, but a yep. proper nativity. Yeah. <laughs> so the ones we went to are just like that's that's and let's just do a, a standard, good standard nativity. nativity. Yeah. And we've had that when we've been here. Yeah. Not this Disney nativity. <laughs> yeah, that was. Um, yeah, the kids loved it. They all were very happy to prance around in dresses. But it had. We were just sat there thinking, what on earth is going on here? Yeah. Because <clears throat> and and as I come to Christmas, and it's really hard when you've done so many Christmas series along the way and I think what I've always tried to not get caught up in is try and reinvent mm. it but actually just tell it mm. yeah so actually how do we tell the real story or, or our understanding of it um well because yeah. actually you don't need to add in Disney princesses yeah <laughs> or innkeepers and yeah so we need to tell the real story of mm. you know um God who loved the world so much he came and was part of us and part of our messy family and yeah, there was no special room for them mm-hmm. because he was part of a messy family and that was his place at that time. Um, so, yeah, it's just, so I've always worked hard to not think of, well, how do we jazz it up? Mm. Actually, let's just tell the story because it's good to tell the story. Um, but, um, but, yeah, I guess I'm trying to think of a different element you know, of the story. But, um, but, yeah, let's not worry too much about it and just tell the story. Yeah, stick to the story. Uh, I'm trying to think, are oh, there other, I guess, wise men. Were they wise men? Kings. So Jacob wants to dress up as a king. He, yeah. But there was no king. But there was, there's no mention of kings. The wise men. There's wise men from later East, the Magi. Wouldn't have, been, wouldn't have been there. Magi or Magi? Nah, it depends Magi. where you grew up. Yeah, Magi. <laughs> I think, <laughs> yeah, I was growing up in Tyneside, it was definitely Magi. <laughs> <laughs> Magi man? <laughs> That's Magi man, yeah. Is that what they say? Up, um, in Newcastle. So yeah, that, yeah. But that we we bung them in there, yeah, just because you know it's good to have them all in the same scene. Yeah. Um, but they would have come later, and that's fine. That's artistic license. Yeah. I think you're allowed you can to do wedge that. them together. It's fine. Yeah, no, you're right. It is. But um, as long as the story, yeah, we're not um, we're getting the story right. Mm. And what is the? I guess what is the the real hope of the Christmas story is that you know is that that God came and was mm. part with us and. Um, and to their um, discomfort. And mm. But then in the wise men's story, you have this royalness to their visiting, don't you? So it's really interesting. And that's the only, is that the really the only real royal kind of prestigious part to Jesus's story? Mm-hmm. Um, because, he, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't look for that again. Yeah. And those gifts must have set them up for, yeah, uh, certainly an escape to Egypt, but uh, yeah. you know, starting a business and, Buying a, buying a house kind yeah. of, you know, stuff. But there was, it's inter- I've just come across that. How, why is that the only real royal or kind of kingly Because mm-hmm. I know we say Magi, but there's a, you know, kingliness about it. Mm. a kind of prestigious place about it. Um, 
and a mystical place about it yeah. know, from their visit. Um, but we don't really have that again. Jesus kind of doesn't actively works against that sort of status and yeah, he does. wealth. And, you know, he doesn't yeah, it's quite, it really stands out as something quite unique mm. within the Jesus story. And they were outside of um, kind of Israelite tradition. These were kind of mm. cosmic, mystical guys. But it's nice to have um, uh, not not everybody from the same kind of Jewish background. It's you know mm. otherwise the story is very much locked in a certain location. Mm. Um, and the Magi, I'm going to say Magi now. I'm switching. <laughs> the Magi came from afar yeah. they they didn't come Beca- and that's it they were paying attention Israel. to the stars and there's something happening with the stars that they noticed mm. that other people didn't um so it isn't i've been i've just gone we we watched the, i don't know if people have watched the gone wrong show on the bbc they do a nativity yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny I think yeah it is worth one. watching it's on bbc iplayer um all of the the gone wrong the the show that goes wrong the gone wrong show Okay, yeah, like it's something like that. But the nativity um, one is really funny. Yeah, they're all really funny. Um, but it's it's definitely worth <laughs> it's worth a watch. <laughs> they try and tell the story. They try and tell and the story. But they're fated. There um, is but they're yeah, along the way. and the angel is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, on that funny note, I think um, mm-hmm. we will leave it. So hopefully, we haven't ruined people's Christmas because you don't yeah. want to be that. Oh no, that wasn't it. Yeah, no, there was no whatever. You don't want. And to do for that. all the children who've played the innkeeper this year, yeah. like I don't want to put a dampener on that. I don't. Still, yeah. But I think the challenge is how do we take the nativity story and not just leave it as a kid's story? Because I think that's the challenge. We just, you know, it's a bit like Sunday school, isn't it? Mm. You know, the Noah story. Well, that's just we talk about it in Sunday school and we don't mention it again because it's not very nice. No. Um, but the nativity story, if we're not careful, that's we just for think, another day. The <laughs> Noah story is for another day. I have many thoughts on that story. Oh, maybe we could do that. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, actually, no, it needs to come out of Sunday school and be mm. real for us. So that means we have to do some wrestling with it and not just presume. So mm. hopefully we haven't ruined Christmas. And also, if anyone still believes in Santa, and we've heard this. Yeah. Well, we should put a disclaimer. All that? that I would just say is, you know, if you're questioning whether Santa <laughs> is real, I would say, what do you think, sweetheart? <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we'll leave it. God bless you. Goodbye.